0: Hey, everybody, it's Terry Schmidt, Intuitive Life Coach, and Sue Seeley, um, Holistic Self Care Coach. And this is episode number seven. And it's our first uh, actual interview. And Sue, do you want to mm-hmm. describe our kind of thought process on the interviews with our show?
1: Um, thanks for putting me on the spot, Terry. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, actually, it was your idea, Terry, to come up with. Um, Uh, the idea of doing some interviews on uh, inspiring stories Mm -hmm. and what we were hoping to achieve is to share with all of you all of our listeners and clients and future clients I want to say just regular everyday people who have challenges and how they move through them and what they've learned from them right and how uh your life has transformed Mm mm-hmm and what you've learned from it. I don't know. Does that kind of describe yeah. it a
0: little bit? So it's kind of like we're, we're going into the into stories, you know, which I think that stories are pretty powerful because people can kind of – it helps people to relate to, to other people um, when they can right. hear something in a story that's, like, oh, I felt that, or, or, or just inspiring um, realizations that people can really relate to, transformational things. Right. Um, so, yeah, so we decided to um, – try this out and see how it rolls and so our first guest his name is frank Horith. he's a um, investment advisor is that a financial financial advisor, advisor yeah. in aptos california and did you grow up here frank you uh, grew in, up in the
2: bay area in the bay area south bay area south okay. san francisco bay area yeah
0: right yeah. And I first met Frank actually at a yoga studio that I was uh, working at a couple years ago. And my daughter actually teaches at, and, um, and Frank is one of the um, members, and so I met him there. And then we reconnected just recently and um, realized that uh, he had a pretty amazing story that I actually didn't put together that had happened back in 2004 um, where Frank and his brother-in-law and their two sons, uh, th- your son was 13, is that correct? Um, probably About more like
2: 15 15? at the time, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: And then the other, your your uh, brother in law son was older, right? He was like 20 20. Yeah, or more like 20, 20,
2: yeah, yeah. With my brother-in-law. So there were four of us total.
0: Right. Uh-huh. And we're going to let Frank go into the details, but mm-hmm. just a little synopsis is they um, were backpacking in the... Is it northeast, northeastern Sierras? Um, yeah, above
2: Fresno, west yeah. of, of Fresno, in the, in the high Sierra, in the, in the very high country, between 8,000 and 10,000 feet.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and they ended up getting stranded. So um, it's a pretty amazing story. And And so, Frank, would you mind just kind of? Taking us back there to 2004, right? Yeah, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and first of all, it's I'm quite honored to be here with Terry, who I've had um, an intuition coaching session or, or two with, mm-hmm. and to just meet Sue, who's talked to me a little bit about um, you know uh, mindfulness and Reiki practices, and just to be with two mm-hmm. other individuals on this special Friday morning during the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's just. Mm-hmm. It's 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 nice to be here. So oh, so thank, thank you, you very much. Yeah. Me. You yeah. bet. You're welcome. We're, we're yeah.
1: Like yeah. we're really excited to talk with you about yeah. this. Yeah. No, awesome. Thank yeah. You. And and
2: the work you do um, helping people move through their lives and and you know and what we sign on for or what we don't sign on for mm. in our lives and you know confronting challenges and and moving through situations is is fascinating deep work. So I'm I'm excited yeah. to um, uh, hopefully contribute to your uh, followers. So oh, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. you're welcome. So, um, just to tell the story, um, October of uh, 2004, roughly 13 years ago, um, I decided at the last minute to go on a backpacking trip and invite my brother-in-law and my son and um, my nephew, Michael. There were four of us. Uh, we we're going to go to the high Sierra and hike in about 13 miles and hike from about 7,500 feet to 10,000 feet. It had been Mm -hmm. a really nice fall and, uh, and the weather forecast was clear. We checked the weather Mm -hmm. like a couple days before and we were all set to go for a three day trip. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's quite a, that's quite a ways to hike. I mean, that's, the actual height you ended up at was about nine thousand wasn't it oh uh, no we we, like were,
2: we finished at 10 10 um,
0: wow.
2: yeah so it's 10, you know, yeah wow. that's that's a, a nice so it's sort of timberline in this year so that's when you kind of get the beautiful rich country yeah. you get the high mountains mm. and the lakes you're far in enough to where nobody's around and wow. um beautiful. and and so it was a a, a great it's a nice warm day when we we hiked up and uh mm. yeah so um there, there we were. Um, the hike took about a day and a half to get in. Oh, wow. And uh, we spent the first night uh, Friday night camping, and then uh, the second night Saturday night, you know, Saturday just mm-hmm. playing around and you know, kind of uh, day hiking a little bit. And uh, we were gonna hike out that Sunday morning for one day on the way out, because we were going downhill.
0: Yeah, so it okay. only would take mm.
2: one day to get out. Oh. You know? Yeah.
0: And so let me ask you, when you hike, when you camped the first spot, how far up were you on that first spot? I'm just curious. Oh, uh, the
2: first spot was probably like eight miles in. Okay. You know, the first night. Yeah. And then the second night was another five miles in. But that, we made it there by like noon the following day on, mm. on Saturday or so. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, then, uh, so we were by the campfire Saturday night, and there was a little bit of clouds in the sky. Not a whole lot, but just starting to build by the campfire. And then um, we went to sleep, and then uh, Saturday night, right around midnight or so, I heard this noise on the tent, kind of a tick, tick, tick. Mm. And um, I Mm. put my headlight on, I kind of looked outside, and I saw um, what I was hoping would be, it might have been rain, but it was mm-hmm. actually snow starting to hit the tent very gently, and then it just dawned on me that we're at 10,000 feet, you know, and the temperature dropped a lot, um, mm-hmm. and it's starting to snow on us. And so uh, yeah. that night um, couldn't really get up and move because you know you're to get up and pack real quickly and throw on your headlamps and to get everything organized and. It's just not feasible at nighttime, really. Yeah. And it was snowing. So the next morning, we woke up Sunday morning, and there was about four inches of snow on the ground. Mm. Wow. Yeah.
0: So let me ask you, um, when you felt that first you know, drop of snow or whatever, falling of snow in your tent, were you at kind of a little bit of a... Did that freak you out at that point, or was that not... You were like, well... I mean, what went through your what mind your right then? On
1: that?
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, at that point, my first thoughts were just like, oh, shit and you know here we are and and you know i i hadn't really i didn't panic at that point but i said you know we we're gonna have i I didn't know how much was gonna snow that night Mm -hmm. and then i I couldn't really fall asleep but i kept checking it you know it was like an inch two inches three inches four or five inches by the following morning and and it was that point when i woke up that um i said well what are what are we going to do yeah
0: and then the, the 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 troubleshooting, right? Yeah, my, and change were you, of were class, you at a lake? Yeah. Were you at Ray Lake? Is that right? So yeah, it's called Ray Lake. lake. Ray yeah, Lake. Yeah, so up you're... above
2: Fresno. So it's about, oh, probably 50 miles east of Fresno or so, okay. roughly. Yeah, yeah, I'm just okay. trying to get
0: it, give our listeners kind of a little bit of a, a, a visual. So you, know, you were camped by a lake. and Sounds beautiful. Yeah, very, oh, <laughs> yeah. very spectacular. It's really yeah, beautiful. Yeah,
2: and the, the whole experience was a beautiful experience. Yeah. And... Um, so it, this is it's kind of near Yosemite. I would say it's, you know, just for a landmark, it's south of south Yosemite East, yeah, by I saw on the map. 30 miles or so. Okay. Rough. I mean, Ballpark, yeah. Central, California, Central Sierra, maybe. Central California. Okay. Yeah.
0: okay. 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 Yeah. So sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I just no, wanted no, to go try go to ahead. give a vi- visual yeah. there. So
2: so um, the next thing we did when we woke up that morning is I said to the guys, "Okay, let's try to at least hike, not pack up, but hike, you know, maybe <clears throat> A few hundred yards or a quarter mile, just to see what the landscape felt like, to make a decision whether to leave or not. Oh yeah. You know? And so it, we hiked, and then you know we had some gear, but we didn't have winter gear. We were more set for summer gear, but mm. uh, pretty quickly our feet got real cold, and then mm. we couldn't follow the trail because there was all snow. So we knew yeah. kind of where it may have gone mm-hmm. or kind of not, and then. Um, Two or three of two of us went for that little quarter-mile hike, and then we went back to the tent, and we had filed a permit with the Forest Service so they knew roughly where mm-hmm. we were, and I gave a map and directions to a good friend of mine also in advance. And so... so that's good. good. I mean, yeah. that's,
0: that's a good little tip, too, for the listeners if you're going to go, you know, out Yeah, yeah, that totally, far. yeah.
2: Yeah, and actually it was really interesting. Um, the magazine Popular Mechanics yeah, um, wrote a little... Uh, survival stories guide on what to do right and they chose our stories so that was kind of like okay well you guys did the right stuff good yeah there's a positive and and
1: is that is that common for hikers to to file what did did you call it a permit not a file a permit um yeah a plan or to let people know where you're going like a flight plan almost (laughs)
0: yeah
2: yeah. well probably most teenagers and young adults when i was a young adult didn't yeah but once you you know you're like 40 and over or so. <laughs>
0: and you got other people you're yeah yeah so it it it
2: it should be something that everybody does yes you know, okay. yeah okay so that's good um point. so where were we so okay so we made the decision we got back to the tents like okay the only thing we can really do is to stay put hmm. and we had this these two tents One of them was a pretty cheap tent that my brother-in-law bought from Outdoor World for like 25 Mm bucks. And mine was this really nice backpacking two-person tent. And so my son and I, for the first night or so, stayed in my tent, my really nice backpacking tent. But we got really cold in it. And it was actually taking on a little bit of water. Mm -hmm. So then in the second night, we all moved into the one cheap tent (laughs) that actually had a really thick tarp bottom to it yeah that went up about a foot so the the cheap tent ended up being you know what really helped us oh
1: that's
0: interesting
2: yeah and and so uh all four of us were in the six foot by six foot tent kind of crammed in and and we knew that after the second night it snowed a, a lot more like another foot and but this tent held up and the snow kind of you know, hit the tent but fell off to the sides. Yeah. And so that, that first, like that mm-hmm. second night was really important because we knew that we could stay for a while. Because we didn't know yeah. after the first night whether we, we were just going to be so cold and the tent will not hold up or anything, but we knew after the second night that, yeah, we've got a, a run at this. Yeah, we can make it. Yeah. So where <laughs> was
0: your mind at, too, aside from you thinking you get a run at that, where was your mind at that point, too? Like, did your mind go in all these different directions, like all these different scenarios?
2: Yeah, I think once we knew we were stuck there, you, you know, there's that classic uh, when someone's in a crisis situation or a dire situation mm-hmm. that that denial, like uh, your mind says it's right. like hits this roadblock or it's it hits this wall. Like, is this real? Is this yeah. what? It, it, it's just like a mind bender. It's like, right. what's going on here? Is this possible? You know, yeah. I could die. Um, we well, I just got be, the chills right, right now when you're talking about. Yeah, that. yeah. 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 and so that's is that denial, and, and so that's the. You know what hits right up front. You know,
1: and would you say that that is a survival? I was just going to say that. Or does denial work for you in a situation like that? Yeah. Is it you, does it surging serve? forward, or yeah, does it serve you, or is it an unnecessary tool that you need to let go of?
2: Yeah, I I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. It's mm. a really really good question. Um, I think it's it's probably just a natural human reaction. And then the next step was kind of like surrender. Um, I've been part of the That's 12 powerful. step program and the serenity prayer, mm-hmm. prayer, you know, God grant me this yes. serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can. So I reflected a lot on that one particular prayer at that time, but it was at that point it was surrender. Like, okay, we got, you know, we're out of control here. Let go Let God. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So were you uh, a person that believed in God at that point? Some people just have their different beliefs. Like, what was your belief system then?
2: Yeah, I, know, I always have for quite some time yeah. believed in a higher power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we're here for a reason. Right. Yeah. And, and that um, God does have a plan. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. who, who, you know higher power, I prefer myself yes. over God. Yes. Because everybody mm-hmm. has the... Right. And I think, yeah. I mean, if I can go so far to get a little religious here, I think that you know, surrendering and letting go and, and control and, and believing in a higher power has, can help people out tremendously. Yes, I agree. Because then it's not all you. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. it's like something else, you know. I agree. <laughs>
1: well, we're on board with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, you mentioned the 12 steps, and would you say that, you know, the, the mantra one day at a time, and sometimes I say it's one breath at a time, was that helpful?
2: Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. And just, I think for me, just the power of the 12 steps. And um, I don't know if you've ever been to meetings or Mm -hmm. seen Mm -hmm. um, or talked to clients that have have been to meetings, but right, Mm -hmm. like it's like for people to get healed and cured of alcoholism, to me, that the greatest living proof of a soul and the existence of the soul Mm -hmm. is that it doesn't matter what they say. They could be talking this, that, these crazy stories, but just talking and communicating souls, healing other souls is so powerful.
1: Yes, yeah. I agree. I agree. It is. Yeah, that yeah. Community. Yeah. It's um, okay. I have to share something kind of weird. There's been times where I thought, God, I wish I were an alcoholic so I can go to twelve step meetings, because <laughs> I have gone, you know, with friends to their meetings, and I've gone to uh, Codependent Anonymous and on and there's something about that community that is so strong and it's so loving and it's yeah. everyone lifting each other up and carrying each other and walking beside one another and right yeah right, right, right. And, and and I wholeheartedly believe in the one day at a time because sometimes that's that's the only way to get through totally right. yeah yeah you know, exactly that's why I was curious. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. We can see how much that touches
0: you too. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it it gave me power. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, um, that that prayer and mm-hmm. and just knowing that you know there is a God and yes he or she or the higher power will take care of us. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. You're you're living proof. <laughs> 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 That's for sure. You sure are. Yeah. yeah. So so let's get okay. back. So
2: I think the living proof is 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 important too because. For whatever my formative years and stuff, I'm always like, tend to be a bit of a pessimist and tend mm. to be riddled with some guilt. Mm. And so ah. I was all, like, oh, you know, huh. I, I I, didn't think we were going to make it out of there. It's like, that was my, assume, yeah. my mantra was like, assume the, the worst, worst, hope yeah. for the best. best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's the healthiest thing to do. Mm. And that was a lesson, right? It's yeah. like, because we got out, you know. Yeah. So anyhow, yeah, for yeah, what it's God worth. you. Know. you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. So that's so the second night you said, is that right? The second is that where we left off the second night? Yeah, and yeah. then the,
2: the third night, you know, things kept getting wetter and wetter and colder and colder. Uh, there was some moisture, but the back, bags, sleeping bags with humidity get, get wet. Yeah, right. and things start getting a right. little smelly. You know, you've got your you're uh perspiring yeah. at the same mm-hmm. time and, uh, uh, and no cold,
0: right? I mean, you must be cold, shaking so you're and getting, you're, yeah. you're
2: kind of we would rotate between one another in the sleeping bags to keep warm and some bags did better than others. I borrowed a nice bag from a friend uh, from Wyoming for this trip specifically because my mm-hmm. other bag was getting older and it was this mm-hmm. superb like 30 below zero bag. And had I not had that bag, one of us been able to not share that bag, it could have been a very different story. Wow. I mean two or three of the bags did real well two of them did you know kind of so 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 we were you know fortunate to have you know and it was body heat too and i think there was still some heat from the ground beneath us Mm -hmm. because it was it was you know that the 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 earth still had heat from the summer right so the earth continues to so there was you would i would sort of focus everybody on that warmth from the, the earth right oh, so yeah because yeah. the snow and everything around you is colder around sure. the tent but you've got that six by six foot of um rock beneath yeah. you still so i think there was you know a lot you know some heat coming from that yeah and how, not much um, <laughs>
0: um how was the boys uh mindset at that point
2: yeah how? um you know the, the the my son was the youngest and he was kind of you know happy-go-lucky about the whole thing you know and wow. sort of carefree and he said well yeah when I get back to Santa Cruz you know the girls are gonna say wow you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you know at high school and yeah, We what was on his yeah and then he he made you know there was there was a lot of there was some levity along the way too and he even said to me at one point dad I just want you to know that if you get really, really hungry, it's okay. You can eat me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know how to so, tell your mother that. Yeah. But. <laughs> but I think that there oh. was, you know, there was a lot of times where there was, you know, silence and, and you just look at one another and you just be grateful oh. for existing and right. Wow, and, 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 and just, um, you know, so. The attitude, you know, and we prayed a lot. I encouraged yeah. prayer oh, with good. Them, the group. And, so,
0: and did, yeah. did, you, did you have, the between the four of you, did you have the talk of, wow, okay, what if we don't survive? Did you not go there? Did you have that talk about survival?
2: Yeah, yeah we did a bit, but not a, not a whole lot. Try to know? stay positive. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Why never matter. Yeah, I'm sorry, so oh. continue. Oh, yeah, we're so, yeah. so, we're, so oh, no. we're so fascinated by yeah, your oh, story. Good, well, I'm
2: glad you're enjoying keep
0: it. These, <laughs> keep thinking these questions. So, yeah.
2: Um, the fourth and what was it see Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night was the fourth and final night. Mm. So this, this storm went on for four mm-hmm. days in the Sierra. Wow. Right? And this and so, was
1: totally unexpected.
2: Totally right? unexpected. Wow. Yeah, what what happened we learned afterwards is that we had checked the weather like two days before, but like that very day before or that night before, these two or three different storms sort of came together and they focused on a like a band of moisture that went through kind of central California. Like northern California, southern Mm -hmm. weren't hit as much, but central. So this like perfect storm came together.
1: Wow. So
2: like on the fourth and final night, there wasn't as much snow, but it was still really cold. It was like Mm -hmm. the coldest night, like Mm -hmm. the end of a storm. A lot of times you get the coldest night on the last night. when the storm's kind of... So it was super cold and I was myself was probably for whatever reason was really cold much colder than the other guys because I wasn't sleeping much oh, you know? yeah. So, but you know we made it through that night we kind of you know, spooned one another and, yeah. and tried to keep warm mm-hmm. and, and then the next day the sunlight finally broke and the skies cleared what all, was that
0: like it, it, yeah. when you're like when you woke up to that, that must have been just like thank you,
2: God. yeah, totally, yeah, yeah, it was like sunlight, you know wow. and, and and then something interesting happened like the night before or in the last of the real stormy nights as we heard like this thunder blast, like a boom, I'm all, it hmm. wow. was like an odd thunder, it was kind of like a one quick shot, and didn't think anything of it, but uh what that was is that. The rescuers, in hindsight, after two days later, we learned the rescuers had made it within a quarter mile of us, and they fire when when they abandon a search, they fire a gunshot oh. to get any noise or yelling. But they had to turn around because they were in, um, they had a thirteen or fourteen of them coming mm. in. They were in such dire condition themselves that oh. they needed to turn back because they couldn't really. They realized that even if they got to us. They couldn't really help us, even though it would have helped us a lot because we're all, hey.
0: Yeah, the mental. Somebody's somebody yeah. here.
2: But they they abandoned like 24 hours before. Whoa, wow. So, um, getting back uh, Wednesday morning, the sun's out and, or is Thursday morning, Wednesday, you know, the final day. The sun's out and, and we're all, wow, you know, maybe an airplane will come by or something yeah. or maybe someone will hike in. We didn't, mm-hmm. you know, this whole time I'm thinking it's like, I was having these crazy thoughts like the state of California was having budget problems. I'm all, you know, nobody knows we're here.
1: They're not, they, can't
2: know, you know, anyway. they can't afford the it anyway. The left
1: brain part four, of you. The guys
2: <laughs> that went out and yeah, yeah exactly, totally. And, and the so financial hard.
0: advisor. Wait uh. a minute. They can't afford us. Yeah. Oh my so, gosh. Um,
2: anyhow, so oh it, God. You know, it's 9 or 10 a.m. and then early in the morning I said, well let's put out this orange tarp so if Airplanes can see mm-hmm. us, so we went out to this open space and laid out this ten-foot square orange tarp oh, for wow. for a visibility thing. And then it's like twelve thirty one, right around there. Wow. I'm all, you know, we're all kind of looking out. And no, 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 no noise, no nothing, no, no. This is like the day, you know, we're seeing yeah. this for the day. And then all of a sudden, we heard this little. I heard this. Uh, have, my ears are pretty good, or, or they were pretty good ten years ago. <laughs> and I heard this little thump, 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 and I'm all... I said, "Paul, I think I hear a helicopter." Wow. He's
0: all,
2: I don't hear anything. I don't hear anything. And then, like all of a sudden, within like ten seconds, this big Chinook helicopter pops over this oh. ridge top. You know. Oh my, oh my God. And then so we're just standing there, waving our hands around, and uh, and and this. Um, you know, they saw us. You know. Wow. Really the best sound yeah, that. it was. Yeah, and then we just sort of like, you know, hugged each other and tackled one another and did snow angels. <laughs> and then the, you know, wow. the, you know, the thing landed. And then they um sent like five guys over snowshoeing to us, and they, you know, greeted us. And
0: they must have been surprised too that you survived, right? Were they surprised that you guys survived? Yeah, that, that, yeah. I think days? they were
2: a bit su- surprised. Yeah. Yeah, and they 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 told us that they've been trying to get to us for three or four days, and yeah. then they wow. they walked us over to the helicopters, like two three hundred yard walk, and and then they had you know they just sort of grabbed us like you know like a little uh, dog or a cat or a kangaroo grabs <laughs> you by the collar, yeah, and just like yeah, yeah, said yeah. okay, uh, and the helicopter was still going. They couldn't land it because oh, the snow, yeah. so it was like six or inches or twelve inches right. elevated, and they just Threw us inside this thing, Mm. and then um, about a half hour away to where we had parked our cars. So they had, you know, kind of a a base camp set up there for the search and rescue. Wow. I
0: I would think that, like, you know, because being in that situation, you have to be on. You know, you have to keep yourself, like you said, positive, and you have to keep your body... Keep it together. Keep it together. Yeah. And I would think once you saw that helicopter, was it just like... Did you, you know, could you just yeah, like, let like release? Oh, yeah, yeah, completely, just like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm exhausted yeah. now. I can yeah. be exhausted, yeah. you
2: know. Yeah, there was this feeling of euphoria, like, yeah, I you know, kind of never felt before. And, and then, um, yeah, so then they flew us in and kind of got us off this helicopter. I've got a video of this Sometimes if you want to watch it. You oh, know, there's oh, certain, yeah, certain you know, I meant to get it to you in advance, but uh, oh, yeah, yeah, and there was like newscasters from all over the country there and stuff and, oh, yeah. and there was really? some family to greet us you know so we got oh. off and I bet your family and was yeah, just, your family yeah. must
1: have been how was that seeing your family there
2: yeah it, it was um our well our wife my our wife my wife and <laughs> yeah. um and they all and a lot of the family for whatever reason stayed at home in Aptos and Soquel
0: they kept a vigil and, at home yeah exactly
2: yeah. yeah and that's where they needed support and other people were there to support and then um this all happened so quickly and then they and then they you know some other family brother-in-law sister-in-laws drove us back to santa cruz for kind of it was like a homecoming party in, yeah, in soquel so there was a, Whoa. Oh, yeah really so it was really it, uh, you know it was a beautiful thing and the whole experience in the tent was you know there was like these moments of silence and communication and where you just sort of cherish that you know mm-hmm. each other's presence right it was just like being there with so it wasn't a scary dark experience overall huh. it was mm-hmm. a, a beautiful experience you know I mean there was the uncertainty and the, uh, right. the denial and the fear and that was there the whole time and in the different emotions that whirled up you know, that uh, like, you know, I'm all hot, you know? So there was, you know, so it was anyhow, just a little. Yeah. And
1: yet you were able to be in the moment with your son and your brother-in-law and your nephew, correct?
2: Totally. Yeah. And
1: it sounds like your son brought a little humor. Yeah. And you, you, you were able to find a little bit of joy in those moments. Yeah, well, and appreciating yeah, each other. totally. Yeah,
2: and my nephew said something like, you know, that we, you know, we will be saved, you know, and exactly what that meant, you know, it's like different dimensions. Yeah, like, What does right. that mean? You know, even if mean? you die, you'll we'll yeah. be saved, or right, we'll be literally mm-hmm. saved, you'll or, be okay no matter what. Yeah. And, yeah, and there were some jokes and funny things that happened too, and then we, you know, told some funny stories, <laughs> mm-hmm. but Past it, was, the time. it was definitely, you know, you're definitely in the moment when yes. you're on the edge, you know, you're. You're right there. I
0: talk yeah. about being in the moment, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking like that that must have created an interesting unique connection between you and your son after that.
2: Yeah, totally, yeah. 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 To have and gone through that together. Too, yeah. And your nephew, yeah. and yeah,
0: exactly. Like right when you go through something yeah. like that with people there's that connection always, you know, to have experienced that together.
2: Right, totally, yeah. And then um, we can get into it, but there's certain I think there's certain threads of common behavior or things we do that probably came for that experience
1: and what what would you say was um the most powerful lesson you might have learned from all of that or, or moment or yeah that really stands out for you
2: yeah i think you'll it like in my life sense then right so um yeah, yeah it's a really good question because when we when we were first rescued like within a month or two or even several months um, people like church groups or service organizations or the weather channel did a thing on us and CNN interviewed us and and a they bit asked of you fame those
1: Yeah in the meantime, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> attention.
2: Um, yeah, and but they asked me that question back then and I said uh, no I really can't answer that yet. It was just too mm, soon. Yeah, right. too fresh. And so that's why when you invited me to do this podcast, I'm all wow, this is, you know, 04, this is 13 years later, and now it's easier to answer that question. And so, you know, maybe that's a a lesson for your followers on this podcast is Mm -hmm. that, like, a lot of times we always want immediate answers, right? Right. It's like, oh, Mm -hmm. well, this did this because of that. And people want immediate answers of us, but those experiences come later. Yeah. Right? It to marinate a bit. Exactly, marinate. Yeah, yeah. This is like 13-year marination, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so I would say there's probably two things is that I feel that I learned from this and even seeing in my nephew and my son, that's like, you, you have to do things, right? Mm. You can't just sit around and not mm. do stuff. You've got to, you got to do things, you got to try things, right? Yeah. And take action. Yeah, take action, yeah. And, you know, you don't because you don't want to have regrets later on for not taking action. Yeah,
0: because you know? life goes by that, quick, right? Yeah, it's,
2: totally. Yeah, gave you that yeah, two right right.
0: yeah. Yeah. Her perspective, <laughs> gave you a different perspective.
2: Yeah, so that's I think that's one thing is to do things, and um, another thing is like when you run into a, an event or an issue, right? Something that happens in your life. Like for me now, when I run into something, well, okay, you know, in the scheme of things, is this a serious thing or is yeah. this sort of mm-hmm. trivial or you know what are we fretting about or why are we arguing about this it's like is it important you know yeah. for lack of a better term is it worth stressing right. over is or worth it? yeah right. exactly
1: just putting your life in perspective and prioritizing maybe or what just what's important
2: totally like, you
1: know. yeah you've been through something like that it's other yeah. things aren't worth the trivial worry it creates like a different relativity with things, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty
1: powerful.
0: I mean, you know, really. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. So I, I number one, do things. Number two, you know, um, put things in perspective. Right. And I think number three is that it's like if I run into a situation where a friend is being bullied, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't care whether it's friend or or family or it's like. I'm in for them, you know. It's mm. like, you know, I think there's a tendency in our busy world to, hey, it's not my problem, right? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, that yeah. guy did this to that guy. And, yeah. hey, I don't want to be part of it, you know. Yeah. Um, that's not, and if, if even if it costs me time and money away from my work and doing things I enjoy, that, you know, I'm I'm all in. It's like, don't do that, you know. Yeah. I'll, I'll, wow. I'll speak my wow. word. So I guess it's, I don't and, know what you want to you know what we'd label that one, but maybe you know, um, just being a warrior or being authentic. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, and I
1: like that. stepping up for yeah, others. Yeah, stepping up. In yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You know, see yeah. something, say something. Right. It's like you're a champion.
2: Yeah, I think we need others, more of that. You know.
1: Yeah. It, that I think too, yeah.
0: maybe through that experience that you had makes you realize we're all in this together, right? Probably. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. We're all what on. maybe help with that perspective. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, you know instead of not getting involved with somebody, something like that that's going on, well, we're all together, and we're all in this together, we're all right. one. You know, and it right. might have given you more of that perspective after that experience.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: You
2: know, yeah. in a way. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I'm curious about, during this time you were missing, um, what was happening at home? You know, your family, how were they handling this whole situation, not knowing where you were and not knowing if you were gonna be
2: found right yeah or, yeah totally do you know yeah. About that? yeah I think I mean at least from my end one thing I didn't mention is that it's like I couldn't even go there because it, it hurt me too, too much intense, right. yeah wow what, what are they going thinking? through yeah you know what what have we quote unquote done to put them
1: mm.
2: in this you know right, and so yeah. I I had to blank that out it was just like you know, too
1: much too much for years. yeah it's, it's yeah hard to deal with
2: yeah and for them the, um, you know, there was a lot of friends that showed up to support and spend the night mm-hmm. with my wife and my sister-in-law. And, right. you know, there was like the church across the street, St. Joseph's, apparently they were mm-hmm. opening that up for people to oh, get together and support. Mm-hmm. So the, you know, the community just came together in a big way. And, and mm-hmm. so there was a lot of, there was just, you know, a ton of support out there that, you know, really, really helped yeah.
1: them. I, I do remember... Yeah, it's I remember the it of too. Story, yeah. and I remember people talking about. I do too. Yeah, uh, while well, you guys were missing. Yeah, I remember that too. You know, just very, I was new to the area. Yeah. And just, uh, so yeah, that <clears throat> filtered out into the community. You know? Yeah, I think there it, were a I, lot
2: of people rooting for you guys. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know, and it it got like there's even it started getting international a bit. And, yeah. And I, I think this story, and you know, I guess it's sort of semblant of, you know, Joseph Campbell and and the hero's journey, right? There's some things there that, um, and, you know, looking back, it's like I'm all, you know, we gave people a good story, right? This is like, a good story it's clean right it's like mm-hmm. it's not yeah. negative media it's like a story about people getting lost in and, and relationships and, and mm. then coming back and mm-hmm. then you know healing and it's, yeah. it's it was good it was good news you know it's like yeah. so yeah and growth
1: spiritual growth <laughs> I mean
0: heavy spiritual growth for sure yeah totally yeah. Um, I'll let you go through the questions too do you need this because uh, we have some questions here for oh, Frank I can, that we wanted to I touch have, I'm on I'm fully oh, prepared yeah.
1: see my notebook with all my yeah (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Okay. You're going to be the question Um, leader. I'm going to pick a question here. Okay. I want to know what kind of tools you used to move through this. And when we say tools, that could be anything from box of matches or prayer. What would you consider your tools that you used to not only move through the actual
2: experience there in the Sierras, Mm
1: -hmm. but even afterwards?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the aftermath of all that. Yeah, I, you um, I'll, I'll just kind of go through this over like my evolution over the last yeah. thirteen years. Yeah. if That's okay.
1: Wonderful. Oh, that's Yeah.
2: So you know, I, I'm no different than probably each of you and a lot of other people out mm-hmm. there. Is that it's like you know I, I have some sleeping issues. Mm-hmm. I, I probably have a bit of anxiety. You know, maybe a, a healthy amount of anxiety or fear. Maybe even an excessive amount of anxiety so it's like okay um after the snow trip you know i was traumatized for six months i thought the hillside was falling down the house was slipping away and so like ptsd right and they told us about this and it it happened you know and then fortunately time just kind of healed that Mm. um but you know once i i'm 58 now so like in my late 40s when this happened you know I, i started taking on um you know i think as like the work in that each of you do is like if we can h- give people more tools mm-hmm. to get them in the moment right because mm-hmm. the moment's absolutely perfect right like right yeah. now if we yeah. breathe yeah and we think about nothing else it's like this moment's perfect
1: exactly right mm-hmm. I agree. but
2: it's so mm-hmm. easy in our society in our world to be pulled away from the moment yep. okay the past regrets yep. the future fear worry yep. yep. right, right. A-, a worry about usually nothing <laughs> yeah sometimes real right. things but yeah. usually nothing so like tools to get in the moment and, oh, I, and, yeah. I, and I think all of us need to learn these tools as soon as possible. I
0: agree. Yeah. And, and yeah. whether
2: it's, it's coaching or, or Reiki or, or yoga and, and for me my path has been in 2008 learning about yoga and a, a very challenging mm-hmm. yoga that's kind of based on suffering and breath and heat and that's where I met Terry mm-hmm. is at Aptos uh, Hot Yoga Studio, hot right? Yoga. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then, um, you know, always trying to get more in the moment, better sleep, and then also develop intuitive skills, right? mm -hmm. Because if we can develop a practice to help purify our thoughts, right, Mm -hmm. and get good thoughts, right? Thoughts come from somewhere. Mm -hmm. So where do they come from? Mm -hmm. I don't really know. Yeah. But, you know, so meditative practices, I, I use the float tank, um, the flotation uh-huh. tank for the last two years, three times a week. And then a year ago or so, I discovered the desert and, and fasting. I do intermittent fasting mm-hmm. and, and spend time in the desert. And so these different tools, don't tell me how they work because I don't know how they work. Right. I just know they work. Yeah. You're, and trust, you're trusting I, I just trust. And mm-hmm. I, I don't want to think about these tools because they're not meant to be thought about it's right. like you can't...
0: Then you get in your left brain too much. Yeah, not, yeah.
2: yeah. but these different tools with practice can help us. I know I they know. do. Because I, I know that every year when I walk around or every month, I, I'll i say, you know, I, I don't worry quite as much. Or, or I'm, I'm getting that moment mm-hmm. you know and with these different tools mm-hmm. and so um, the float tanks a big thing I in hindsight I wish I would have started right with the float tank initially right it's just a super easy way to meditate and go in this dark chamber you float in this Epsom salt water mm-hmm. it's heated to body temperature and you rest your mind and you think about <laughs> nothing or try to think about wow. nothing or let your mind your mind knows what it wants to do
1: exactly. your mind and your
2: psyche know if you give them mm-hmm. the right environment, you yes. don't have to make it. You don't have it have knows to overthink where to go. It or anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the float tank's huge, and then yoga, you know, opening the spine mm-hmm. and you yeah. know working with the parasympathetic There's, nervous mm-hmm. system is big. And, and, and just you know, and yeah. So I
0: have to interject here and just say a little something about the hot yoga. Sure. Because I agree. Like I was, I think I don't know if I was explaining to you, Sue, or somebody a couple of weeks ago about. How all yoga I think is amazing, and everybody's, you know, aligns with different types of yoga. And I've, you and I have aligned with the hot yoga. My daughter Tia, she yeah. teaches it. And, but what uh, my personal experience with the hot yoga is that there's a connection in that room with everybody because mm-hmm. you're, you you have to stay centered to get through the heat. And I mean, you, you get better at it as you go along, of course, your body adjusts as you take more and more classes, but at the same time, there's some kind of a connection. Yeah. Yeah. With everybody in that room and it's very powerful and it's very powerful for focusing it's such that an amazing focus tool that you think
2: yeah totally yeah yeah,
0: yeah. unbelievable focus mm-hmm. tool you know um, if people can get past the <laughs> part and, and learn to accept that it's a powerful tool so anyways yeah I just wanted to yeah. mention then, that
1: that's that's how energy healing works yoga qigong Reiki, you know, any of those type of modalities, you know, that's, it's like you go in with that intention to be centered and to be mindful. And it's so blissful when you reach that. Yeah. You know, and wow, all these tools. Yeah. Just amazing. And I just want to say, you really touched upon something wonderful. You know, here I'm asking you, how did you get through this experience? And was it matches (laughs) or prayer? And the experience is not just the experience in the Sierras, and I I feel like you're sharing with everyone that the trauma, the challenges that we have that are really huge for us. It's not just that actual experience. It what hap- it's also what happens afterwards. Yeah. Right. It's like
0: and how you move through it and how you you know yeah. for
1: you the helicopter came, uh, for someone else the divorce became final, mm-hmm. and it's like. Uh, uh, the baby was born you know it's not even a trauma you know, yeah. The baby is born and it's like, okay, a shift now what mm-hmm. yeah then there's the shift it's what happens afterwards and with you and so many others there is that ptsd and sometimes it's off the charts level sometimes mm-hmm. it's very low and when that ptsd feeling is low for some people they feel like they don't deserve the healing and i just feel like this is just really beautiful how you've handled this where it wasn't just the experience in the Sierras; it's how you dealt with the rest of your life and, and made that shift. Right, yeah. and, it well, did, and it didn't That's end true. up to be. Yeah. The,
0: it wasn't the poor
1: me. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's exactly. Yeah. 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 You know, right, it's, right, right. it's yeah. instead of poor me, it's okay. Now what? Yeah. How, how do I learn from this and how do I heal? And you've been healing yourself then. Yeah, keep Love trying, taking, you know, and and it's a process. And, yeah. <laughs> it is, it is. It's yeah, and then I, I think
2: another thing that I mentioned too that I, I've discovered in the last couple of years is, you know, is like the desert in combination with fasting, you know. And, oh, yeah, and if you wouldn't mind touching is, on that experience yeah. you had. Yeah, fasting is, um, yeah, I went this past February with a group called the School of Lost Borders, and mm. um, we went to Death Valley. Mm. It was a 12-day retreat. 11 people from all over the country and a few from Europe and you know, it's a rite of passage and you spend a few days telling your story why you're there and you develop oh. an intention and then you go off solo for four days and just a water fast and you have a, a quiet spot in the desert and you just let, you know, you just empty, right? Yeah. And, and then you can do some ceremony, you know, whatever, You know, nature will tell, in my experience for me personally, nature will tell me what to do, you Mm. know, or, you know, and is is God nature? Is God in us? Is where, you know, God is everywhere. So Mm. it was a very powerful experience on the last night. There were three powerful dreams. You know, you're supposed to try to stay awake on the last night Mm. and get a vision. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, well, it'd be kind of cool if, if the Christ or if the Buddha came and visited yeah. me. You know, that'd be kind of neat. You know, and yeah. instead yeah. I had these. Neat. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like that. Neat. <laughs> <You know.
1: laughs>
2: yeah. Instead I, I had these two, three powerful dreams. The first two were god awful, yucky dreams. Mm. You know, murder, and uh, another one was a competitive business environment that was just these yucky dreams. And, but this, and then the third one was this beautiful dream of kind of. You know that sent me some messages and you know i'm still trying to figure out what those were mm. and you know it was one two three and then the sunrise came you know and i'm all wow something really powerful happened here mm. but it was a and what they said in the books and when talking with people is that yeah you know sometimes you'll go through a death and a rebirth yeah. and that's what a rite of passage mm. is mm-hmm. and so this time in the desert was very very valuable too because you bear witness to other people. Oh, right. Wow. So you sit in a circle and you do a lot more listening than you do talking. Mm-hmm. Like you're doing all the listening thank yes. you, and I'm doing all yes. the This is but awesome. I, I appreciate yeah, it, yeah. right? It's like so I think that is a lost art, right? And we don't yeah, do you're enough right. of it. You're right. You know, yeah. and you know and, and nature is is so gentle and so kind and it's also a great equalizer, mm-hmm. right? And I think we're seeing that right now. You know, we're seeing more of Oh, power yeah. of nature. For sure. And we're going to be taken back to nature, I believe. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, But, you know, things are yeah. changing. And yeah. and so, yeah, that's a little bit about, you know, the, mm-hmm. being in the desert. And, and
1: can, can I ask you
0: what your third dream was? <clears throat> Do you remember Sure, it?
2: totally, yeah. Because I, I mean,
0: the first two were almost like a cleansing
1: dream,
2: right? That, that's the
0: negative like, cleansing kind of dreams.
2: Yeah. That's what I felt. It was like, totally.
1: let's clear out all, clear all the out. excessive worry, the old stuff. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And Quite frank, um, it, 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 it was, the third one was the uh, a sign of the anima in the male, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl Jung and his works is the right. anima or the female, yeah. I believe. And it was a picture of my wife holding this glowing orb or this ball. Wow. And she was like a princess in the stadium, you know? Wow. Beautiful. And it was just like part of my intention on the trip was to be a better husband right and it's like oh. like in marriage like you know it's mm-hmm. not perfect a, right yeah. it's, no. like, it's, it's work it <laughs> takes yeah. work and it's effort, work it takes right effort. and there's been mm-hmm. you know Lots issues that we've worked through over the past and there's been you know I've had some what's the right word you know I've been upset at times you know yes. I, I think this yeah. isn't any new to Mrs. Mary yeah, yeah, but sure. it's like okay well how can I appreciate her wow. better and mm-hmm. so that was part of the intention and so it's like wow she showed up
1: Yes. powerfully. You know, yeah. right? Like the
2: the elders afterwards said, you know, you may have not spent, you know, maybe Christ didn't show up literally, or the Buddha didn't show right. up, but you know, you had a sign of like love and creativity, or whatever mm. that glowing ball was, yeah. you know. And so, you know, it was nice to have that third dream right before the sunrise. And this, I mean, this was just amazing. This, I went out there expecting nothing. Huh. I'm gonna go with these people, and we're just gonna. You know, mm-hmm. the desert, and and then you get this, something that's like thousand, a hundred times, a thousand times more powerful than you anticipated, yeah. that came from somewhere. That's awesome. Know? Do and you so, think
1: it's because you went in without any expectations, expectations, and you yeah. went in with an open mind? Yeah, I you know, I don't know. There, I, I know space. a lot
2: of these things, like whether it's yoga or meeting someone, or, or especially if you're going down the path of sensory deprivation, and... Mm-hmm. The path of nothingness yeah it's like no expectations yes whatever you get you get you know right and, appreciate and i'm that. going out tonight or tomorrow morning again for like a four day solo just to go back to my that's spot right. that means a lot to me yeah and so right now it's like okay um i've been fasting for 24 hours and i'll go the next four or five days no expectations yeah that's important you know? i think it's so important in
0: life in general because you know and i i do the intuitive work of course mm-hmm. and the messages that I get are that, you know, just to, yeah, try not to have expectations because that's kind of the ego mind trying to control things and... Get in the way. Get in the way, yeah. Yeah.
2: Totally, yeah. And, um,
0: you know, then the worry comes in and if you don't get, if things don't come out the way, you, you know, it's just... It just gets, yeah, it gets in the way. And so that's,
1: I think just not having expectations is really powerful in general in life, you know? Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. and, and totally, being yeah. Being able to
1: clear your mind enough to, to allow those messages to come in and allow those visions. Yeah. Because when you are trying to control it and you have that expectation, it just, to me, it feels like it just fills your mind and your, your brain's going, I you need some space here. There's some pretty beautiful messages coming through. Yeah. Right. Shut up. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> and and I, yeah. I I
0: feel I feel like uh, that I, when you when you said that the third dream I I when people talk I see like I see pictures and I saw her standing there with it and I, I it made me feel like it was maybe her higher self coming in and giving yeah. you a message or you know yeah yeah, yeah so. and she had like
2: these two princes or guards at each of her side oh, wow. they were kind of like I don't want to say somber but they were just very neutral
0: yeah mm-hmm. and then
2: she was just like smiling you know yeah and so it's kind of hmm. like you know it wasn't like princess for show or right. wow i'm the princess yeah. you know, the queen of england or anything right. it was just like just there for me or whoever mm-hmm. it wasn't yeah. just for me it was like for yeah. whoever Gentle you know? power. Yeah. yeah
0: that's
1: awesome wow
2: yeah. Wow. wow yeah wow. Good, good stuff, stuff. You know? so, <laughs> no, yeah wow.
1: great you know i i want to say something there's something you said when you were up in the Sierras about how the Earth was warm. You said it was the warmth of the Earth that you were focusing on. And I just, I have such a connection with Mother Earth. And then you're talking about this vision quest of yours. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah, I just, I don't know how I want to put this, but it just feels like, do you feel like a connection with the Earth as far as grounding and safety and power? And I don't even know if I have a question. I just want to yeah. make that point that when you're out there in the Sierras and you have that power of the earth underneath you, I felt like it was sort of an unconscious way of grounding to keep you mm-hmm. in, in your bodies, on yeah. the earth, focused, and then here you are going out again to go be in the earth and you know, in a different part of, you know, in the desert yeah. and uh, yeah, keeping yeah, yeah. you from floating out of your body and, and into mm-hmm. that place of worry and concern. I yeah. was wondering if that helped stabilize you. Or...
2: Yeah, no, totally. I mean, I I hadn't ever tried to articulate it like you just did, but I, I'll accept that and, yeah. and mm-hmm. I'll embrace it, you know, cause it's mm-hmm. like, I, that's probably what was going on. You know, yeah. I get that. And I, you know, gosh, gosh, we've, we've lost our connection. You know, yes. we really have over the last yeah, two, 300 years, I, you know, mm-hmm. we need to get it back.
1: Yeah, I agree. We have, with, agree. with all the technology and, yeah. and electronics you know we don't step out onto the earth
2: barefoot like we used to mm-hmm. right you know? totally and yeah i
1: think we need that to remain grounded and remember who we are mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah being overly connected you know it's mm-hmm. it's a big deal you know and it's I, a lot of this stuff too it's like it's interesting when i mention some of the sensory deprivation stuff mm-hmm. to people like floating you know or going out in mm-hmm. the desert it's like you know well i'm busy or there's something yeah. they just yeah. don't grab no. it mm-hmm. and these are I mean, I'm pretty busy. I have a job yeah. and, you know, I keep, keep everything going, moving forward mm-hmm. and all that. But, you know, to take time out yeah. for this kind of stuff, it's, um, it pays dividends, right? Yeah. It's like maybe it's going to take, you know, if you do sensory deprivation work or yoga or get in the float tank five, six hours a week total, whatever that is, or go mm-hmm. to the desert once a year. You know, that's some time. But what you know what are you doing at night you know as you're yep. watching uh, uh, the news yeah. or you know it's like uh, right. you, you can take time out you know and it you know it sounds like both of you do right yeah. and yep. it helps you right right
0: yeah. find of, find balance it's just find balance. All Yeah story. finding that balance
1: and and again it's your perspective and what um, what's important to you and so with this whole experience from from your story to now, you know, how do you view like uh, your values, your relationships? Uh, has any of that? I mean, you've kind of shared, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, how yeah, some of that has changed, but is there anything in particular that stands out for you that you want to share? Um, um know, we touched on changed? it all, have we yeah, I out? think we touched on a yeah. little
2: bit. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that really, um, you know, well, one thing is that prior to the snow experience and even up till now is like there's, a, there's this concept of retirement right like setting goals right, right. and i used to be a real big goal setter and retirement type setter and to me that i don't know this is going to sound totally contrary to what you see in success magazine or um with some of these inspirational motivational speakers it's like i guess the goals are healthy to an extent mm-hmm. um but it's like so what Mm -hmm. You know, it's like just Mm -hmm. being, right? I don't know if you ever listened to Alan Watts and some of his stuff, Mm -hmm. but he says it's just like—I mean, human nature—we're wired and, and especially by society, to okay, goals, 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 improve, 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 Mm -hmm. improve—to where you get on this, you can never—I mean, you can never have enough improvement, right? It's like there's just so much, so much, so much, Mm -hmm. but just that other element, just of being content with just being. Being right. a human being, mm-hmm. not a human doing. Yeah. So like yeah, my goals yeah. and retirement and, you know, it's just like, I just feel that that creates stress for me now. Like, so like m- my day is more right. random. It's like, okay, I do this, I do that. I kind of bounce around and anyhow.
0: Right. You know. More like, you, you mean more like mainstream goals. Are you talking right. like money?
2: and Yeah. I don't know. Just, money, yeah, just stress, stress, age, <laughs> stress stress goals. Stress goals. <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: I know. And then as you're talking about that, the, the mainstream goals, it's like, I could feel that like, ugh. that's so hard it feels like there's no joy in that so what I'm feeling from you is like having that balance where yeah you have some goals right the mainstream goals and then you you need to include in that and our society doesn't always allow us to do this you include in that the joy and the relaxation and the time for meditation and the time Mm -hmm. for the vision quest the time for a trip oh boy have that play time Right. You know, there's work, there's play, there's family, and why not incorporate play and softness and kindness in everything? Right? Totally. You know, exactly. that's, yeah. that's what I'm getting from you, is that oh, you've been through some pretty hard stuff. Yeah. And yeah. so yeah. you have a different perspective and
2: Yeah.
1: We need to have more of that. More yeah. balance. More balance. I guess more like balance, now now balance. I just
2: thought about it, it's like, well if somebody asks me, Hey, when are you gonna retire? I might maybe I'll just tell them it's like what was it, two thousand and four, right? I'll say yeah, I retired in 2004. You they know, say, well, hey, you're still working. Goes, yeah, I'm still working, well, but I retired in 2004. Yeah. So it's like a mindset, right? right. It's like a mindset. Yeah, because yeah. I did start taking more time, right? It's like to do yoga and to yes. to go backpacking and to, you know.
0: I mean, i I Sue too. We work with a lot of people that are just what you said. They're trying to get more balance into their lives. And we help them to get that into their lives with the spiritual balance and the, physical, you are know, taking care of their bodies, and a lot of people come to us as coaches to get balance in their lives, and, right.
1: and, and, and not, I, it, yes, yeah, extremely important, they're not, important. Themselves. They're, not yeah. they're not allowing themselves, you know, those moments that, you know, even just to meditate, mm-hmm. I don't have time, Yeah, you know, so maybe so. you don't have time for a four-day trip for the desert, but you've got ten minutes yeah. before you get out of bed.
2: Sure. You yeah. know,
1: and that could set your whole day. Yeah. And I wish we could teach yeah. that in elementary school yeah. high school and yeah. uh, so so yeah, it's that's, not a whole all n- about that's another
0: podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I know <laughs> <laughs> getting Good into enough. the schools, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyways, we're we've been already gosh, we could talk to you for
1: five hours. <laughs> we've already been talking an <laughs> yeah. hour, I think. Deal, so yeah. um,
2: that's been fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much yeah, for sharing yeah. your yeah. story. Yeah, you're welcome, it's Terry. just been yeah. what a great first interview, gosh good i'm
1: just i'm i'm enthralled you know nice your whole story yeah thank you yeah uh, yeah where you are now you know with your life and your family and your quests
2: yeah thanks yeah
1: yeah i think you've got a lot to share people yeah yeah Yeah. appreciate
2: it yeah thank you yeah it's been you know
0: you'll have to come back and talk again if you get anything other, you know, yeah. and your second yeah. career going, or in your right. spiritual any more stories, questions. any more stories? Yeah. Do, you have, to
1: come do back. you have anything else that you want to share? Did we cover everything? Or no, else? I think I we covered plenty. Kind of. Yeah. Good. Thanks.
2: Yeah. Okay, thanks for thank having you, me again. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. This is beautiful. Yeah. Thanks,
0: Ring. You're welcome. And all right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And I don't know. We might have to put this in part one and part two. But um,
1: but yeah. Yay. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on Ride Along Coaching with Terry and Sue. We rode all the way to Capitola to Terry's house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we didn't go very far this time. All right, everybody. Thank you. Be well.